When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Decibel Geek Podcast with Aaron Camaro and Chris Sinzak. Do you want to hear some kick-ass rock and roll music? Don't turn on your radio dial. Get turned on by the Decibel Geek Podcast. My name is Aaron Camaro, joined as always by my good friend, Chris Sinzak. How's it going, man? I'm great. How are you? Fantastic. We've been having so much fun around here lately, and now we're back with another favorite. This one's tried and true. It's the Radio Sucks Radio Show. Volume 32. Volume 32. Holy moly. Yes. 32 times where we could not come up with a topic (laughs) and said, let's just play songs. Play songs that you're not going to hear anywhere else, you know? You're kind of getting a peek into what what we're into this week. Right. Yeah. um, We haven't done one in a few months, so... Don't give us too much slack for that. <laughs> I think you're going to be happy with all the songs that we play today, though. These are known for being all over the board, and today's right? no exception. For sure. So, before we get into that, you know how we do it. We're just going to have a lot of fun today. We're going to talk about some really kick-ass bands. We're going to hopefully turn you on to something. And uh, before we do all that, we got to take care of business. And the way we love to start the show is with some sweet reviews. We get them from iTunes, we get them from Facebook, and we got one from each this week. And the first one is five stars. Goes something like this loved the show no drama lol hopefully i'll meet you in nashville this year keep up the great work and that comes to us from ken from the kiss faq podcast thank you ken that's very cool yeah your uh your co-hosts represented you well at last last year's rock and pod expo so yeah. hopefully you can join them this year yeah i love their show they've, they've done a great job on that podcast and i look forward to meeting ken in august yeah if you uh don't know the nashville rock and pod too it's happening August 25th in Nashville at the Nashville Palace. Go to GoFundMe, look up Rock In, the letter N Pod mm-hmm. 2018, and uh, go ahead and make a donation. And um, we are announcing perks in the next week. Cool. So um, if you make a donation and you want to further use that towards a perk that gets announced at a later date, we will forward that money to that perk. So you 
don't hesitate. You can go ahead and right. help support us because we have a lot of expenses we got to cover. So if you want to help out, that would be great. And uh, prepare to uh, be pestered about this for the next few months. <laughs> As always. But you know what? Just like last year, what comes out of this is not only a great rock and pot expo in Nashville, mm. and we hope everybody can come attend, but something else that comes along with this that I always love is when we start getting our guests and our donors and our supporters yes. to come on the show with us because – to me, that's always some of our most interesting stuff. Yeah, and we're going to be doing that again this year. Um, we'll announce that soon. We got um, so many great shows out of that last yeah, year. Yeah, ways that you can come on and donate a certain amount and get on the show and host the show with us. We'll announce that probably in the next week also. Sweet. I can't wait. All right, so we got another review here. This one comes to us from Facebook, and it's also five stars. Man, you guys are awesome. It goes a little something like this. You guys do great, especially love all the Vinnie Vincent episodes. Keep up the good work. Short, sweet, to the point, five stars from Christopher Santos. We appreciate it. Thanks so much. And uh, later in the show, I will have an update on Vinnie Vincent. Yeah, because there's all kinds of cool stuff going on in the world of Vinnie Vincent right now. Absolutely. Can't wait to hear about that. A lot of cool stuff in the works. All right, so our other favorite people, Geeks of the Week. These are the people that shared on Facebook and retweeted on Twitter. Last week's rare hair, more rare hair episode with Tyson Leslie. Yeah. And uh, as of this recording, we will be going to the show tomorrow and interviewing a special guest. Heck yeah, it's going to be awesome. One of my all-time favorites. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Geeks of the Week this week are Growing Up Rock Podcast, Sonny Pooney, Tyson Leslie, Joe Royland, Sit and Spin with Joe, Tom Cullen, Anthony Britt, David Cathy, Mark Alden-Taylor. Freeform Rock Podcast, Greg McGlone, Shay Hargett, Rare Hair, Brian Knapp, Shane Abair, Storytime with Aaron Baker, Dan Shapu, Steve Wright from the Potter Than Hell Podcast, Scott Smith, Wayne Cross, Adam Cox, Paul Korn, Mikhail Burrell, Andrew Jacobs, Tom Smoke, Nick Rose, David Hudson, Digital Killed, Christopher Stokes, David Glenn, Joe Becht, Ernesto Aguiar, Jay Shabluski, J.J. Mack, Jeff Mendenhall, Joseo, Ho, Jose Mar- Mario Lobos Moya. Nice. Thank wow, you. that one got you twisted Only up. Only three mistakes. And... and- the, the Mooger Fooger, of course. These are our people, our Geeks of the Week. Thank you guys so much for helping us get the word out on the streets about what we're doing here at the Decibel Geek Podcast. All we want to do is turn you on to some good quality hard rock and classic metal music, and there's no better way to do that than with a good old Radio Sucks radio show. Yes. Yeah. So you ready? Yes. Okay, I, go I got a good way to start this off because, you know, think about what's what's been the premise of the Radio Sucks radio shows all these years. Play whatever the hell we want. Play whatever the hell we want. And, you know, because rock radio in this day and age just isn't doing that for us. And there are so many reasons and examples about how corporate radio sucks. But one of their most glaring offenses is the fact that they do not showcase a wider variety of new rock acts. Now, these past few years have been amazing for rock fans who are willing to either listen to the Decibel Geek podcast every week or do their own research to seek out new music because there's so much amazing new music being created and released right now. But by listening to podcasts and visiting sites like DecibelGeek.com and actually going out to see live music, you, my friends, are empowering yourselves to enjoy life better while broadening your own horizons. And for that, we hail you. Wouldn't it be great if everyone appreciated the art of music the way we all do? But what about those poor souls that just sit in their cars in traffic while they mindlessly absorb the endless droning of the same songs over and over and over again? 
You know, it's pretty rare to actually hear a song on the radio and go, oh, wow, what's this? And then, you know, get excited about finding something new that moves you and you, you seek out more music from that artist. And it sparks a musical adventure that gives your life more meaning and joy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's awesome when that happens, but it never happens anymore. But we can help these poor lost souls find them wherever they may be and tell them about music podcasts. You could save a life. You could help save rock and roll. In the spirit of that, here's some new music that you're not going to hear on the radio anywhere, but why not? They're awesome. They made my top 10 of 2015 with their debut album, The Transcendence, and they are back with a new album. Crank this one up. It's Honeymoon Disease with Electric Eel.
new great music to be found everywhere. That was great. No. You just got to look. If only you can prevent the death of rock and roll. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know, get people that don't know to listen to podcasts and they could broaden their horizons. Yeah, and right. it's great. Okay. So, you know, you just went into playing some new great rock there and, uh-huh. you know, help, you know, kind of steer the future of rock music. Well, I'm going to play something from 1984. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no limit to what we do with this. I'm going to kick off my picks with the band Wasp. Oh, yeah. And the self-titled debut album was released August 17th, 1984 on Capitol Records, produced by Blackie Lawless, of course, with assistance from Mike Varney from Shrapnel. Uh, The album's been known under three different names. The spine of the original vinyl had Winged Assassins printed on it, while the early cassette releases had the name of the album's first track, I Want to Be Somebody, printed in bold letters on the cover. Huh, that's interesting. The album is officially entitled simply Wasp, W-A-S-P, which is typically referred to as uh, We Are Sexual Perverts. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, the the main song that's mostly known from this album is Animal Fuck Like a Beast, which is <laughs> yeah. part of the PMRC Filthy 15. Notorious. Yeah, which doesn't get played anymore either. Um, this tune, though, while it won't win any lyrics competitions, is still a great rocker. This is Wasp, and they are B.A.D. Bad.
Wasp is still around uh, in a different form with Blackie still leading the band and uh, recently released a band, an album called Reidolize, the soundtrack to the Crimson Idol. Yeah, that sounds really cool. It's, I was reading up on that. Yeah, it's, it features a re-recorded version of the album accompanied by a DVD of the never-released film that they initially had planned on making it a soundtrack to. So it's kind of their music for the elder, music from the Kind of, yeah, except it yeah. was a lot more of a Wasp album than Elder was a Kiss album. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, it's more of a triumph for the band than, than a than a tank right um, but you know it's it's people are kind of split on the the new wasp record you know some people don't like that blackie kind of censored some of the lyrics on this because you know, yeah. Blackie's a very different person right than he was true back in the 80s so i don't i've never been a big lyrics person myself so if it's got good guitars and good production i'm okay um what i what i've listened to off of it sounds okay to me um but I don't know. I need to dive in more on it. But it sounds interesting. Yeah. Well, you're definitely not going to be hearing any of it on your local FM rock no. stations. No. But no. why not? You know, why not? Why can't you play Wasp? I don't know, because we've got to play uh, Margaritaville for the 18th time <sighs> a week. I will tell you something. I was listening uh, about a week or so ago to uh, the show we went on on 105.9 with Lonnie. Yeah, Metalworks. Metalworks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the rare exception to radio. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so when we say radio sucks, we got to premise this with, you know, Lonnie does his show on 105.9, The Rock here in Nashville, which That's you right. can listen to wherever you get the internet mm-hmm. every Saturday night, and he's amazing. Yes. And he, he is the exception to the rule because he played Animal Fuck Like a Beast a highly edited version of it, had to have been edited. <laughs> but he actually played it on the radio, and that's for that great. man, you got to give that guy kudos. Yeah, I love Lonnie. That, yeah. That's pretty awesome. All right, so what do you got next? Another hot new band? Well, I guess since you know we're going from 2017 to 1984, I might as well go ahead and go back to 1968. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so again, you know, why does corporate radio suck? Well, again, there's many, many reasons, but a big one to me is that they ruin the legacy of legendary bands by only playing their biggest hits. They've done it to the Beatles, they've done it to the Stones, Deep Purple, Zeppelin, Aerosmith, and Lord knows they've done it to Sabbath and Kiss. Coming up next on Generic Rock, I've got Rock and Roll All Night by Kiss and Iron Man by Sabbath. Oh boy. Good Lord, there's so many more songs that they could be playing by these bands. So many bands that have majestic collections of amazing songs whittled down to their four or five biggest hits. Around here, hosts and listeners alike, we view these bands as some of the all-time greats because we've heard the albums. But ask somebody who's not in the know if they like ACDC, and if they don't like Hell's Bells or You Shook Me All Night Long, then they're probably likely to dismiss the band entirely, you know, and and that sucks. It shouldn't be that way. One of the bands that I consider to be among the godfathers of rock that suffer greatly from this is The Doors. I'm often disappointed with my unmatched admiration for this legendary band when they come up in conversation, but I was fortunate enough to have access to my dad's Doors albums growing up and not victimized by corporate radio who decided for us that there were only three songs that we deserved to hear. If you can't appreciate The Doors, it's likely because you don't think much of the songs Riders on the Storm, Light My Fire, and People Are Strange. (laughs) But like all the other legends that the suits have tarnished the legacies of, there's so much more to the doors than they want you to believe. Now this one, it was never a single. But you know what? Who cares? It's a great song, and it just might change your perception of the doors. From 1968's Waiting for the Sun, this is not to touch the earth. 
not to touch the earth, not to see the sun, nothing left to do but run, 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 let's run, let's run. House upon the hill, moon is lying still, shadows of the trees, witnessing the wild breeze, come on baby, run with me. You know what? Fuck those guys. I fucking hate them. I hope I, I I'm glad they're dead. What? You know what I just did there? What'd you do? I slammed the doors. You slammed the doors. No, I actually kind of like the doors. Yeah. But I wanted to do that. You know, now that I listen back to that, 
maybe I was mistaken about playing some Doors songs on the radio because I can almost imagine people in a traffic jam all zoning out to the same station at the same time, and then that comes on, and they turn off their cars, and they walk away together and overthrow the government. Chaos in the streets. Nothing left to do but run, run, run. The, the, only the Doors can save us. Or destroy society as we know it. Either or. <laughs> but the Doors, man, give them a chance. Yeah, they, good, have, they have more than three songs, damn it. It's been a long time since we've played any Doors on the show. Yeah. Uh, now for something completely different. <laughs> so far, that's every every. Pretty big, every yeah. <laughs> you wanted it all over the board. You got it. Yeah. Um, and this is another band we hardly ever play. And uh, listener Brent Walter, who's been a listener of ours for many years, he's always been supportive of the show, and he's offered feedback and suggestions. And he's a massive fan of the band Lit. Mm-hmm. And I used to dismiss this band mainly because of that damn My Own Worst Enemy song got drilled into my head because of radio so much that I just never gave them a second thought. I just was like, all right, I know what I know what they are and I'm done. However, Brent has sent me select tracks of theirs over the years and some of them have actually impressed me, such as this one. Here's a song from their self-titled debut from 2004. This is Lit, performing Too Fast for a U-Turn. <laughs>
is still going today, recently releasing an album that Brent tells me has a, quote, country pop feel to it. <laughs> That's lit. Just when you think you know what they are, you don't know. You're welcome, Brent. I don't know if I'm playing anything <laughs> off the new one, though. I guess, you know, like you say, Lit's one of them bands where you kind of get your, like, what do they say, the first impression? Yeah. And then that it just kind of stays that, but then... There's some good stuff If there. you actually dig into it, there's all kinds yeah. of different stuff all within this one band. And he also had talked me into buying a, um, it's a DVD of, like, them on the road, and it, it's their, their own home movies, essentially, and it tracks from when they were nobodies and then when the song My Own Worst Enemy hit. Yeah. So it goes from them playing little bars to playing festival shows to going back to playing little bars again yeah so it's uh it's interesting to watch yeah the 80s hair bands weren't the only victims of all that oh no a lot of the 90s bands went through the same cycle yeah well that kind of goes into my next pick because something about rock radio that's always bothered me is how quickly they turn their backs on artists that once drew them a lot of listeners you know lit's a great example of that right said fred well i guess maybe gerardo uh, you're not really helping me Sorry. make my point right. here. <laughs> Play your song. <laughs> I also never understood how they ignore the new releases from established artists. Oh, that you know, drives me up the wall. It's like these guys, you play all their old classic songs, but when they come out with something new, you don't play it. You know, that never made sense to me. And I've got a perfect example of that. So we got to spend some time with some really amazing people at the big Vinnie Vincent Expo in Atlanta a few weeks ago. And one of my favorite people that we got to talk to there was Damon Marzano yes. of Noise in the Attic Records. And he turned us on to something he's very proud of having a hand in make happen, and that's the new full-length studio album from Circus of Power. It's their fourth studio album, which is probably why they call it Four, and uh, it's their first release in 25 years. Yep. It's badass. <laughs> now, think about this. If if I'm a radio executive or maybe a program director, use some logic, and I would think, okay, here's a new album that's packed with great rock tunes by a band that already has an established name, even though it's been a long time since they were even close to be considering considered mainstream. Right. So why not take a shot with it? You might just wow a listener. By playing them something they've never heard before and making them go, whoa, what's this? You know, I want to hear more of it. Or you get that old school rocker that says, holy shit, Circus of Power. I remember that song, Call of the Wild, from yeah. back in the day. You know, how song. cool, they're back. So you get the love and respect of their established fans while together with the band growing your audiences. So next thing you know, you bring them and maybe some of their label mates like Junkyard and Warrior Soul to town to play a show. You partner them up with that local rock station you're running because now they're actually playing the songs and hyping the bands. What a concept. It's a rock and roll party. So the station sells sponsorships and advertisements. The venue sells tickets and drinks. And the band sells CDs and T-shirts. Everybody wins, right? Right. But no, wait. Up next, again, we have Bush with Glycerine. Oh. Nickelback's How You Remind Me. And an octo, octo, octo shot of the Imagination Dragons. But that's why we're podcasters and not FM rock DJs. So instead of playing In the End by Linkin Park for the bazillionth time, we introduce our music-supporting audience to new music from Circus of Power, and this is a tune called Hard Driving Sister.
1990 takes you on a journey from the early ages of rock to the rock of ages with the giants of heavy metal. Brace yourself for the Radio 1990 Heavy Metal Special on the USA Network at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 Pacific, Friday. Up your spine, exciting, fearless warriors of a legendary breed. Tour invades St. Louis at the Checkerdome tomorrow night, co-starring Black Sabbath. <laughs> and Blue Oyster Cubs. <laughs> Tickets 
Tickets are on sale now at Backstage Records, Spectrum, Co-op, Lane Duck, The Checkerdome, or Dial Ticks 569-0500. Just like witches at Black Master Head. Contemporary presents the Black and Blue Tour. Co-starring Black Sabbath and Blue Oyster Cult with special guest Shaken Street. Tomorrow night, The War Peaks, Iron Man, The Reaper. It's Black and Blue. It's meant for you, Rock and Roll. This is the Decibel Geek Radio Sucks Radio Show. All right, before we get back to more Radio Sucks Radio Show, Volume 32, right here on the Decibel Geek Podcast. Got to take a quick break. And, man, I got to say, Facebook is going nuts right now, Mm -hmm. and DecibelGeek.com has gone crazy. Monsters of Rock Cruise Mania, The Aftermath, The Hangover. Is happening right now. I'm sure it is. And it's all over Decibel Geek. Yes. We're getting to see all kinds of great videos from the ship. Yeah. Rock and Ron's been putting up all kinds of cool photos. In between Jaeger bombs. In between Jaeger bombs. <laughs> <laughs> that man loves a Jaeger bomb. Yes, he does. They're good. Yeah, it's it's been uh, wall-to-wall coverage of, of Monsters of Rock and then, um, you know, a lot of KISS happenings that we'll get to in a little while. Yeah. And, um, Oh yeah, we'll talk about that a little later. But yeah, it's uh, the website's really cranking out stuff right now, so it's going pretty great. Yeah, I love it. And uh, of course, you want to check out that you go to decibelgeek.com. You know, scroll on through. You want to get in on the conversation? Check us out on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You want a T-shirt? Go to decibelgeek.com. Mm-hmm. You guys want to hear a whole lot of audio recorded out of Aaron Camaro's pocket at the Kiss Atlanta Expo? That's all coming up for you as a VIP. You're not a VIP. You, you can become be. one, and you should be. Very easily, this can be done. You can go to patreon.com, look up Decibel Geek, make your, find your level of commitment. It's all easy. It's not, it's not expensive. No. But for what you get, you get it's cool all stuff. kinds of cool stuff. I've already got five episodes of Vinnie Vincent stuff that we recorded down at the expo, just diff- talking to different people, mm-hmm. um, having fun, cutting up at the bar one night. All kinds of crazy stuff. I'm looking forward to hearing that. Crazy talking <laughs> with Shecky Poon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's all kinds of crazy stuff. The The woman that I talked to, oh, my God. The woman that I talked to out front of the bar, remember her? She was real loud, real funny. Yeah. She tells a story about Tommy Thayer and a groupie on the Kiss Cruise that is just un. Believable. Well, I will don't say more than that. I will not say more than that. You've got to become a VIP to hear it. Reserved for VIP. <laughs> Paying customers. Yeah, we can't go any belower. No belower than that. <laughs> so you know what you got to do to go to Patreon.com, become a Decibel Geek VIP, and get all the inside stuff because there's a lot of it there. Yeah, Patreon.com/slash Decibel Geek and. Uh... Sign up. We have a lot of stuff going on. There's a whole lot of behind-the-scenes stuff we're sharing on there that we can't say on the show. Right. As soon as Rock and Ron's done uploading all his Monsters Rock Cruise stuff, yep. he's going to hit it for the VIPs, and you're going to get all kinds of stuff. You've got stuff from Memphis that I'm going to be yep. releasing on there. We've got all kinds of stuff from Atlanta. We just got done recording a great conversation <laughs> for VIP for yep. the latest Chris and Aaron show. Yeah. So there's all kinds of kick-ass audio being uploaded for our VIPs all the time. Yeah, join us on there. You'll be part of this 
private Facebook group also. Yeah, get in on it. All right, so uh, we need to plug the Amazon. Yeah, because that's another way you can help. So besides becoming a VIP, you can do your shopping on Amazon through our link at decibelgeek.com. It's super easy. Instead of just going to Amazon, you go to decibelgeek.com. At the top of the page, you'll see our Amazon banner. You click on that, boom, you're right back to Amazon. It doesn't look any different because it's exactly the same. All you're doing is all your shopping. Once you're done, you pay for what you intended to pay. Not a penny more. Mm-hmm. Amazon then takes a cut of their action and kicks a little over to the Decibel Geek podcast, kind of like a finder's fee. You went through us to do your shopping on Amazon. doesn't cost you anything extra. It helps us out. And we get the list. Yeah, we get a list of everything you purchase. And here's some of the more notable purchases over the last week on our Amazon link. Kiss and Sell, The Making of a Supergroup by C.K. Lent. That's a awesome must book. Ha- that's a must-have book. Yet. Yeah. Uh, ready America Emergency Kit. Somebody's getting ready for the apocalypse. All right, good. We might be on our way. Uh, Marvel Comics Men's Retro Interior Print Wallet. What is that? It's like a it's a wallet where the inside of it is uh, Marvel Comics. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so you can keep your, keep your nerddom private. <laughs> Nobody your, has to know. Money. <laughs> oh, thank you for spending your money on it. That's cool. Um, also, a Mickey Mouse water-filled teether. It's like a teething ring for a baby. Right on. That's uh, metal. An L.A. Noir game for Xbox One. I'm cool. Not a, not a gamer, so I don't know what that is. I think my kid plays that one. Oh, but thank you for buying it. Uh, the music purchases over the last week. Sons of Apollo Psychotic Symphony. That one's been... We've sold a few of those. Iced Earth Horror Show. Right on. Fate's Warning. No Exit. 25th Anniversary Edition. 40 Deuce, Nothing to Lose. Hmm. Uh, another copy of Classic 78, Side 2 was bought. Everybody's got to have it. And then a double shot of Dr. Fuck. Oh, nice. Thrasher Die, Poser Holocaust, and Thrasher Die, Melting Your Skull were purchased. I got to get those myself. I got both of those. Right on. I have Melting Your Skull on vinyl. I'd, I'd, add, I'd ask you to rip me a copy of them, but I'm afraid Dr. Fuck would show up over here and beat my ass. Yeah, you got to buy the real thing. For pirating. Right. He'll actually show up and beat your ass he if might. you do he, it. So. He knows how to get here. So get your own copies of it through our link at Amazon. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks, you guys, for buying your, your stuff through the link. And uh, keep doing that. We love reading off this list. Most definitely. All right. So you ready to get back to the Radio Sucks radio show? Yeah. And this is one I picked. Um, I didn't know anything about this band until probably about three days ago when I was making my list. Um, it's time for a band from the next hotbed of rock and roll, Croatia. Croatia, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I'm calling it now. They got a scene rising in Croatia? They at least have this band. Okay. I don't know if they have a scene. I need to look more into that. It's a band called Animal Drive, and they hail from Zagreb, Croatia, and they signed with Frontiers Records last year. Formed in 2012 by vocalist Dino Jalusic, the band carries a white snake meets deep purple meets dream theater vibe. Okay. This song was recently showcased on the Frontiers Records Facebook page and comes from their upcoming album, Bite. This is Animal Drive with Had Enough. It's a mystery how we all ended up here. Birth and God creation doesn't seem so clear now. Look what we got, I don't know where to start. I think I've had enough. Who's the last to love? Come and join the band on the promised land and touch the dead end.
The American rock stations just aren't playing enough bands from Croatia. Right. I think I see the problem here. Yeah, but that's... Even, even if that is Croatia's only band, I think that's enough to consider it a scene. Yeah, they're pretty great. I, saw, I watched the video on there. I was like, oh, play that on the show. I like that. That's cool. Frontiers Records does a great job. Like they, yeah, they, they do. They have like a lot of the bands we grew up on now the, on their roster, but they also have bands like Animal Drive, like these newer bands, so they're still scouting out new talents. So they're not just doing like the older bands, which is great. Right. No, that's cool because like in this day and age, like we're saying today, radio sucks. And there really isn't like a record industry like there used to be back in the day. But for us as fans mm-hmm. to be in the the era of rock that we're in right now is a pretty damn good place to be because yeah. of these these record companies, these smaller ones that are going out and seeking out these bands and saying, "Hey, you know, the world needs a new Tora Tora album. You yeah, know, the world needs <laughs> the world needs another Lizzie Borden. You know, the mm-hmm. world need, needs more you know Jizzy Pearl and all these bands that are coming out with music nowadays. And then on top of that, finding other bands like this mm-hmm. that carry that same kind of spirit. You know. And, and for what we're doing and the kind of music we love, man, right now is a real good time to be alive. Yeah, it's, there's some good stuff out there. And, uh, you know, Frontiers has a lot of it. There's a handful of labels that they're kind of like who we pick most of our stuff from, you know. And, and yeah. they're High not, volume music, high volume noise music. in the attic. Yeah, Rat Pack. Rat Pack, yeah, Nuclear definitely. Nuclear Blast. Yeah, yes. there's, there's, but, you know, you're not hearing... Universal, Mercury. No, Capital. Yeah, you, you don't hear... I mean, I played a Capital one with Wasp earlier, yeah. but that was from 84. That's a long time ago. So these, But these other bands, these other labels, they're the, kind of the new breed of, of what's out there, and they're, you know, they're kind of carrying the torch for what's what's there, what's still out there today. Right, so definitely support them. You know, go to their various Facebook pages yeah. and like them and follow them and keep yourselves up to date with the stuff they're doing because these record companies that are doing what they're doing now are doing what we're doing now Absolutely. and doing what you're doing now, and that's keeping hard rock and metal alive. Yep. It's a good thing. You know, since we established that corporate rock radio seems to believe that there's only room for a certain number of songs that fit into their regulated rotation, that must mean that every so often, this fixed number of songs must have to be purged to make room for new modern classics, right? True. Does that make sense? I mean, so then you got to imagine at some point in the mid-2000s, there was a conversation somewhere that says, you know, we've got to make room for all these Nickelback and Three Doors Down songs, you know, what, what do we get? room for them in the dumpster. You know, what, well, you know, something else has got to go to put these songs in because we're corporate radio and this is what, you know, we Sorry, believe. Beatles. Yeah, you know, or... or <laughs> Even bands like Faith No More. Yeah. You know, at some point, somebody said, you know, okay, Faith No More is done. And that sucks. Well, it may be, wait a minute, except for Epic. You got to keep Epic. You know, it was a a U.S. Billboard top 10 single. You got to keep that. But I remember a time when rock radio loved Faith No More. Like, Faith No More was one of them bands that... They didn't have big hit singles, but they could slip those songs in there and be cool. I'd hear them pretty regularly back in the day. You used to. Yeah. You know, you'd hear songs like Last Cup of Sorrow and Midlife Crisis and A Small Victory mm-hmm. and, of course, Epic again and again, again and, and again. again. But at some point, radio completely turned their back on this band, and you don't hear nothing except Epic now. This is another fine example of why radio sucks. When they decide for us... That band isn't cool anymore. Well, not here, pal. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast, where it's still very cool to like Faith No More. So, from 1997's Album of the Year, it's Faith No More with Ashes to Ashes.
has come. Now it's time to dump the nickel back in the three doors down and make room again for faith no more. We're past time for that. Make room in your hearts for faith no more. That's all I'm saying. I agree. It's a great band, you know, and all of a sudden it's like, I don't understand, like certain bands from that era still like like Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh. Are Red Hot Chili Peppers that much better than Faith No More no. that they deserve to have their new music played on rock radio and they still get all their classic songs still played? Radio just likes songs about California, so the Chili Peppers mm. will get played every hour. Yeah. Well, then how come L.A. Guns don't get put into the regular rotation said, all the I time? I said songs about California, not bands about California. <laughs> oh, they've done songs about California. I know. All them bands did. Oh, if man. that was the case, the Sunset Strip would still be alive I agree. and well. Well, it moved east. All right. So this is something that I just got in the mail yesterday. Yeah. John Karabi put out One Night in Nashville recently. It's a, it's the live album of him playing the 1994 Motley Crue self-titled album from front to back. Yeah. And, oh, my God, does this sound good. It's fantastic. You played me some of this before we started yeah. here today, and it is a damn fine live-sounding album. This was put out by Rat Pack Records, um, produced by a guy named Michael Wagner. Oh, so that's why the sound is perfection. And uh, recorded it here in Nashville at the Basement East. Man, I'm not even much for live albums most of the time. Right. But I've li- I've in 24 hours, I've listened to this whole thing three times. Sweet. And... uh 
It's an amazing, and listen to the massive, massive drum sound on this record by Ian Karabi. Yeah. This is John Karabi from Live in Nashville with Power to the Music. i 
Nashville, we're going to have fun tonight, right? Don't leave me hanging now. Are you ready? good it is as far as live albums go yeah, that's what a sound guys buy that album yeah most definitely it's brand new it's available now go get it prove to the world that that motley 94 album should have sold better by buying this one absolutely and prove to the world that guys like john karabi should still be out creating new music it's yeah. it's validation for these guys you know when it's well received mm-hmm. they know it's not time to hang it up yet and for john karabi no matter what project he's involved in it's nowhere near time for him to hang it up and there's no studio trickery going on there because i witnessed that show in atlanta and it it sounds just like it yeah yeah they sounded that good when i saw them yeah and if john karabi comes to your town you gotta go see it whether it's with the dead daisies or him just doing his own thing you've got to go yeah he's amazing very cool All all right so i got one left and i know i've told you this story and i was thinking about because we were in the car and i told kevin williams this story when we were down in atlanta mm-hmm. you know everybody <laughs> knows that yeah i used to be a rock radio dj i was a terrible one because i didn't know how to play the corporate rules that i did i did what i wanted to do you know that's why I, my career in radio was pretty short-lived but i would sometimes you know the way i looked at radio was i hated it that they played the same songs over and over again and i hated getting the calls from the listeners be like yeah you're gonna play some acdc ha 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 you know or or when like sammy hagar is coming to town and you have to play mas tequila on the hour every hour until i just can't stand it no more that song's done more to make me hate sammy hagar than <laughs> him joining van halen ever could having to listen to it i say mas tequila you needed a lot more yeah. let me pass out on the floor and not have nightmares about it anymore it's stuck in my head to this day but what i would do is like one of my favorite things was to to play by by the rules but break the rules at the same time i thought it was kind of bending them Mm -hmm. would be like when acdc you shook me all night long came up i would take that out Mm -hmm. and i would put in you know a different acdc song touch too much or the girls got rhythm something you don't hear all the time and i could get away with that but i'll never forget the night it really hit me how I wasn't doing it right, how I wasn't playing by the rules, I wasn't doing what they expected me to do. I kind of got away with doing this stuff for a while. You know, I would bring in my own CDs, leave them in the car when everybody else left because I worked the night shift. I'd run out to the car and grab my milk crate full of CDs and bring them in and just start slipping songs in. I'd call my buddies that when somebody would make a request, I'd call my friend Tommy all the time because he had a big CD collection and be like, hey, do you have this? And he'd say, yeah, I got it. Can you bring it down to the station? You know, and I'd have people coming from all over the place bringing me CDs to play on the air. You know, clearly... (laughs) not supposed to be doing this in other words fuck the program director <laughs> totally fucking the program director without any you know and i get it because i i would get sit sat down in the office and they'd say you know 
don't you understand that you're taking this guy's job and you're just cutting it to pieces? Yeah. You know, he does. And my kind of response at the time would be like, but he's not really doing anything, is he? I mean, he's just, these are the he's same making songs a playlist. That's it. over and over again. I mean, you could take last week's playlist, and I still swear sometimes they would, you know, just take last week's and do it again. Because yeah. you'd hear the same well, songs the same at the songs. same time, especially when you're in the station and you're working there and your playlist is for you. You'd be like... Man, I remember last Monday night when, you know, these same three songs came up right before Rockline. You know, Mm -hmm. it was the same songs, you know. And so I would do that all the time. And I remember one night using my power for my own personal gain. I just wanted to hear some Ace Fraley. And I thought, how cool would it be to play something off his 1978 solo album? Don't announce it. Don't say, up next, I got this. Just play it. Just slip it in there in between this and that, you know, and see what happens. So I picked Ace Frehley's song, Snowblind, which is one of my all-time favorite songs. And I thought, okay, let's see what happens. So just out of nowhere, somebody's listening to the radio at home, and they're hearing, you know, the same songs as always, (laughs) and then this comes on. So I'm sitting up in the studio, and I'm watching the phone, and it had different lines that would light up. And it starts playing, and it gets about, you know, partway through, and the phone lines all light up. And I go, what? So I answer the first one, you know, and I say, radio station's Aaron David. And they say, man, I can't believe you're playing this. This is awesome. Oh, man, you're the best. And I say, oh, thanks, dude. And I hang up, get the next one. Man, I've never heard this song on radio before. This is amazing. I can't believe you're playing it. You're the coolest. Oh, yeah, cool. Thanks, man. Hang up. Next one, same thing. Oh, this is awesome. What is it? You know, it's Ace Fraley. You know, check it out. It's one of my favorite albums ever. Awesome. Next one. Yep. (laughs) This is Steve. From the station, uh-huh, what are you playing right now? Oh, uh, well, you know, hey, it's this song by Ace Fraley. came out on his 1978 solo album. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. It's so good, you know, and I'm getting lots of phone calls. And Stop. But I'm getting a lot of phone calls. People are loving it. No. You, you, what are you doing? You know, you don't do that. You play what's on the playlist, you know, and they'd tell me, and I'd argue it all the time, yeah. you know. I'd be like, why? When the, when the person's taking the time because they care enough about the music to call the station and say, hey, can you play this band? Or, hey, can you play this song? Why wouldn't you give it to them? Well, the idea is to make them keep listening in anticipation that maybe it could be played. And I say, so when somebody calls and says, hey, will you play, you know, whatever for me, I'm supposed to lie to them and say, yeah? Yep. Yeah. Let me see if I can work that in for you. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's what the I was told. Answer. You know? Yeah, I'll see if I can get that on for you. Right, yeah, keep listening. It may yeah. be coming I up. I think I have that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have to look and see. That's Every time bullshit. you hear that, it's all bullshit. That's bullshit. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't lie to people. Yeah. You know, I would have to. One of the examples was when corn started getting big. Mm-hmm. And I'd be on the radio at night and people would be requesting corn. Well, I don't have any. I'm not allowed to play any. This is one of them bands where when they're new, mm-hmm. if I play it, I might get in trouble. You know, because it's heavy, like compared to a lot of the other stuff that's being played at the time. And I begged and I begged, please let me play some corn. The listeners are beating me up over it because I don't have any and I won't play any. And it's reflected poorly on me and they think I'm a puss, you know, and I don't like it, you know. And then one day, and they kept telling me, you know, corn doesn't have any hit singles. Corn doesn't have any hit singles. And it's like, well, can't we create a hit single? Can't we just pick a song off the album that's kind of cool yeah. and put it on the radio and push it and play it and create a hit single, even if it's just for this little area? Mm-hmm. Can't we do that? No. 
one day on the TV in the studio, I'm working on the AM station, and Freak on a Leash came out, and Corn had a hit single. Yeah, it was a hit. And so I ran in there, and I'm like, dude, come look, come look. You know, and I drag him in there, I point at the TV, and I said, Corn's got a hit single. And he goes, fine. He goes up to his office and has the promotional single of the song that they've been sitting on for weeks and finally gave it to me mm. and let me play it. But as much joy as that gave me, nothing ever gave me as much joy as abusing my powers to play some kick-ass music from the Spaceman. And here it is. This is the song that made me realize that radio really does suck. <laughs> it's Snowblind.
tell me you wouldn't pull over on the side of the road right now if you were driving down the street listening to one of the local rock stations and that came on. I'd be calling you. Wouldn't you? Yeah. You would call? Absolutely. I'd be so one many of those people, people did call me. Absolutely. And also my boss. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's, uh, I'm going to, we'll, we'll let's talk a little bit about Kiss and a little bit about Vinny because um, we got one more song to go. Yeah, that is a pretty good segue to talk some Kiss. Yeah, um, you know, there's a there was a story that came. Well, not story, but some people noticed. I don't know who trolls around on trademark websites, but somebody did, and they found that Kiss Corporation has filed for the trademark for the phrase "the end of the road." End of the road. So that implies that we're near the end. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be seeing the end of Kiss soon. It sounds like. Um, and then in development today, which I reported first, um, our friend Steve Wright from the Potter Than Hell podcast was uh, attending the Gene Simmons vault thing going on in Philadelphia. And he was stream live streaming it, and they got to a Q&A portion. And the first question was about this. Oh, wow. And Gene, you could tell, was visibly uncomfortable being asked. Is he caught it. off guard by it, you think? Yeah. yeah. So he, he kind of stammered a bit, and he goes, I, um, yeah, I heard about that. And he said that um, my lawyers actually just apologized to me because um, that was a phrase that Paul had actually trademarked, and they never, they didn't get around to, t- to telling me about it. So I don't have any idea what it means. Wow. That's weird to be the presidents, the co-presidents uh, of Kisco. I don't and... think something like that happens without Gene being involved. Yeah, I guess maybe he just wasn't possibly ready to address something like that just yet. I, I think it was know. damage control. Yeah. <laughs> you know, although now people... people Have you are... seen my band? How awesome yeah, are they, I right? Know. Yeah. But I think he's... I think I, any sane thinking person has to realize it's got to come to an end soon. I don't I don't think it's going to last much longer. No, but least, what, not, but what a run. Oh, sure. What at least a the, run. the touring portion yeah. will be done, I think. Do you think that even if they stopped touring, do you think maybe they'd still get together every once in a while and put out a studio album? Yeah. That'd I, be great. I wouldn't... I would, I, well, maybe. I don't know, though. They're not... Gene's not big on the whole putting records out thing. But if you got to, you know... we. I think you might. If you're not making money off touring, and yeah. it's not that these guys are hurting for money or anything, but you know, creatively, they're still Kiss, you know. And so you would think that, well, okay, let's stop being Kiss completely. Now, isn't there a kind of a rock and roll void then, where no, you say I, I still write Kiss songs? I think there will still be. They might still write, but I think we're gonna we're gonna finally get a lot of the merch and. You know, I think they're. We're going to finally get some merch from Kiss. Well, not merch, but <laughs> like the thing that he's doing with the vault, we might see similar stuff for, yeah. for Kiss, like deluxe editions and. Right on. You know, the DVD stuff. I think that's just my speculation, but I mean, I I think we're going to get more. It's going to be more stuff geared towards the diehards because that's who's going to buy the stuff. Right. The only people you- that go to the shows mostly are tire kickers that are just like, oh, that's the band that wears the makeup. Right. A lot yeah. of the diehards. Somebody that's out just to yeah. see a great show by a great band. Yeah. But do you think Paul yeah. Stanley's got like a vault's worth of music? I'm sure he does. Yeah. Well, I don't know. From what he's always said, he just writes for the album. Like, yeah. Most of what you hear on the album is it. Although, you know, we had those Psycho Circus demos leak, and then uh, there's also there was a Paul Stanley writing tape that was that leaked from the late '80s. Yeah. Although most of that was material not intended for Kiss. He was trying to shop that to like female right. singers, and so that was like pop songs, is what it was. It wasn't anything you'd you'd. Do you ever hear any of those songs? Uh-huh. Like When Two Hearts Collide. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're not no. Kiss songs. Um, 
But I don't blame him. Vinny wrote a lot of songs like that, too. I was going to say, they ain't too far off from, like, forever and every time I look at you. No, they're not. So, but I mean, but it was a lot of that style. And, like, Best Man for You and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like him because I love pop rock. But, yeah. but, but you got to think, if yeah. some of these things have leaked, how many is there? There's how be, much stuff I'm does sure he have more. in his own personal stash that's never gotten leaked? He's probably got enough to do something. I don't know if it'd be as, on the scale of jeans, but. I think cool. you, I just always kind of kind of dream of like Kiss, like doing a remastered series or a deluxe edition re-release of their catalog mm-hmm. with songs, songs that didn't make, didn't make the yeah. albums, you know, but are good and close enough. That's what, I mean, I would love, I would definitely, I'd be a first day buyer on all for of that sure. stuff because I love the music. But um, we'll see. I mean, I don't know, but yeah, Gene uh, blew the roof off Boston the other night. Uh huh. With his this set list that was just absolutely filled with with rarities. Again, I say thank God for the Gene Simmons band. Yeah, those. I mean, it's the, they've been the ones pushing for all these. Sure, songs. because we've said from the beginning these are the perfect guys to be in Gene Simmons band because right. they have so much respect and love for Kiss. Yeah, they're diehards. That they are diehard fans. So you know they're going. Come on, can we do? Can we do? It's my life. Come on, Gene. You know we well, can. We can play it. Come on, man. How about? How about uh, Almost Human? You know. From what I heard. A lot of the ones that were played the other night were Gene's idea. Nice. Like it's my life in particular was oh, his wow. idea. Right on. You know, even though I prodded the hell out of Ryan and Jeremy and Phil when we interviewed them, like that needs to be because I was like, if you really want to blow people's minds, play it's my yeah. life, and, and look at the reaction. Right. I mean, it is you know inundated the internet so much that Paul's even like responding to you know people asking him about it. Right. Which I'm not going to get into the speculation on that, but. Uh, Next thing you know, he'll be playing uh, Is That You with Soul Station. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. If a tree falls, no. Um, but, yeah. No, it's uh, it's great. I mean, I, and, you know, if Gene keeps keeps this up, he's going to pull out, you know, Burn Bitch Burn at some point in the future, I'm sure. Wow. No, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe that's for the best. That's where those guys know to draw the line, too. Right. But, yeah, so it's... um. Is an amazing set list, and uh, I had a ball, you know, watching the YouTube videos as they got uploaded that night. So yeah, so Jean's rolling the ride along, and I couldn't believe it. She's so European. She's so European. Yeah. Has Kiss ever played that live? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Uh, I can't imagine. The only the lip sync thing on that German TV show. Yeah. That's, but that's not a live performance, really. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. So cool. And it sounded good. In 2018, look at the times we're in. Yeah, it's as far as being a Kiss fan, it's one of the most active times there is. Even yeah. if the band's not touring, all the members are are doing stuff. Right, and that leads us to Vinnie Vincent, which you know the Atlantic Kiss Expo went down and and it was over, and then there was a lot of confusion about back and forth about is Nashville going to happen? Is it not going to happen? And then the promoter of the Atlanta one said Nashville's not going to happen and he backed out and and or he claimed that Vinny backed out and but then new management took over and now they're saying Nashville will happen good you know that's what i'm reading through the grapevine but looks promising that it's going to happen but the the thing that i can say that definitely got announced two things he launched his own official facebook page this past week and like within 24 hours, it was up to nearly 4,000 likes. I mean, it was nice. That's good. No. Um, but, uh, and, Get them um, the old fashioned way. Yeah, I'm not saying a thing. And uh, the big announcement was the Days of the Dead Expo in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, coming up May 18th through the 20th in Charlotte. 
um, Vinnie Vincent will be part of that expo. That's cool. It's good to see him, you know, getting out and doing more stuff now. So that's so far, that's the next official thing that's been announced. You know, of course, there's speculation about Nashville, and there's also speculation about um, possibly being part of Gene's vault thing here in April. Yeah. But we'll see. It hasn't been officially announced yet, so let's wait for the official announcement before we really go into talking about much of that but uh that's cool though it's an active year it looks yeah like. it's very cool you know we went from you know where's Vinny vincent and we all miss him and nobody knows where he's yeah. at or what's going on to now it's you know it's he's Vinny's back. world and he's all over yeah he's back on the streets that's so good so cool but yeah it's yeah i never expected that you know he'd be back in full action again and uh yeah i'm excited hopefully we get some new music get some concerts going and yeah yeah i'm gonna start playing Vinny vincent on the radio Oh, that'd be badass. That'd be badass. I don't see it happening. No. Not for any artist like that, you but know? They, He's gonna... too good for radio. But we can play him here. But we can, because this is the Decibel Geek Podcast. We know that radio sucks, but guess what? We can play whatever we want. That's right. So we're going to go out on a Vinnie Vincent note today, and uh, let's just play Invasion off the first Invasion album. Sound good? Sounds good to me. All right. We'll see you next week. See ya. You find the Come on to me
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 